Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com as well as the Odyssey app. Next NBA game coming up tomorrow as we talk about the Western Conference now. It's your Pelicans taking on the Clippers. The winner gets the rights to take on the Suns. Mm. So whoever wins this gets Phoenix. Right now, here's the line on this one on your uh, betmgm.com. The Clippers, three-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 214-and-a-half. Clippers on the money line, minus 175. Pelicans on the money line, plus 145. Star power would be normally pretty decent in this game, but no Kawhi Leonard. Right. No Zion. Williamson, he's out too. Yeah. So, although he did, I, I did see him practicing, but I don't think he's going to play. Don't think he's going to play. We'll see if they win this game. If he plays during Phoenix, I wouldn't think he would. Interesting thing about this series, Bill. The Pelicans went three and one during uh, against the Clippers during the regular season. Mm-hmm. They were three and zero in the games when Paul George did not play, and they lost the game when he did a couple weeks ago. We obviously know the Clippers are a much different team with yes. Paul George on the floor. Guy I'm looking at though in this game, if we're looking for props because we all love those, I got two for you that I really like. Jonas Valanciunas has had some monster games against the Clippers when they have played this season. He had a 26-13 and 13 game, 26 points, 13 rebounds. He also had a 39.15 rebound game against the Clippers. I see his rebounds at 12.5, minus 140 to the over, liking that over right there. And then for his points, 19 and a half minus 120. So I think I'm going to ride Valanchunas on both those overs. I think he has a big game. And then the other one is our guy, Brandon Ingram. You had his under Under. assist. I think he's back due for the over because we were going through it. Is it five and a half again? What's it sitting at? Not only is it five and a half, but now the over is plus 115, which is unbelievable. It was minus one. I mean, he had five exactly the other night. And so, it was minus 130 to right. be over in their game against the Spurs. Now he has five, and it drops to plus 115. To me, I think that's my favorite bet. Okay. Is Ingram over assists? I, 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 I like it. Yeah. I like it. I mean, I, so again, you looked at the numbers. He had had what, six, five, six, seven, five. eight. He's and, right and, around there. And I went with the dude theory that, he well, he's, he's bound to have one of those games that he doesn't get to that number. 
And it worked out. So, yeah, yeah I think he, he might get right back where he was Come before. Come right back to it. And, and be right get plus it. money. I think that's the way to go. The, so, I like that. Ingram the interesting prop. thing on this, the, the Pelicans, as you mentioned, 3-1 and one against the Clippers. Or the Clippers did win the last match yes. with them. But when the Pelicans won, it came by an average of 18 points yeah, blown out. a night in those wins. That's amazing. Again, these two teams aren't great teams. That's why they're playing in this game to go on and play the number one seed. But to get blown out by 18 points a night and then turn around the Clippers win the last one by 19, it's hard to get a read on who's got the advantage in this series right now. And again, I think recency bias, you got to remember the Clippers were up 10 against Minnesota before blowing that game in the second half. It seems like a lot of these playing games have kind of been the same theme. You have teams that people are going to gravitate towards because they have stars that have been in the playoffs before. People like Atlanta because of what they did last year and because of Trey Young. People like the Clippers against Minnesota because Minnesota doesn't have that playoff pedigree. The Clippers do. They have Paul George. And I feel like this matchup is going to be the same way. The Pelicans obviously haven't been in the playoff much since the franchise relocated to New Orleans, haven't had much success in the postseason. The Clippers are seemingly there every year for the past six or seven years. I think a lot of people are going to like the Clippers. I think I'm going to go Clippers money line in this game, minus okay. 175. This is going to be a tough one for me. This might be an in-game bet. See if the Clippers get off to a hot start, maybe hit the Pelicans plus 8.5, plus 9.5, or vice versa. Pelicans get off to a crazy start, and then maybe I can get the Clippers at plus money. I think this game is the way to do it. Hit it live. Either get the Pelicans at a big number or take the Clippers at plus money because, you know, like you said, the Pelicans have blown them out when they've won. Paul George wasn't on the floor for those games. He changes a lot of things. The Clippers controlled much of that game against Minnesota and just couldn't finish the job. That game was on the road. Yep. As we know, all the home teams so far have won these play-in tournaments. I'm thinking I'm liking the Clippers' money line. Would not surprise me if the Pelicans won, but I think live betting is the way I would attack The this. interesting thing is in that game when the Clippers were up 10, and there was under nine minutes to go in that one, and then Carl Anthony Towns fouled out. And then all of a sudden... Minnesota started switching stuff, and they started getting into the Clippers a little bit more defensively. They started getting after them, and that's when that surge came from the Timberwolves, and they took that game over. If that's the strategy that the Pelicans can use, if they can switch stuff, if they can make things uncomfortable, they could probably win this game. But it was interesting that the Clippers were going on quite nicely when the uh, Timberwolves were not switching everything. And then Towns goes out, and all of a sudden, the switchings comes, and the Clippers kind of offense stagnated at that point. Mm. If the Clippers lose this game, do you think this is the last time we see Ty Lue on the Clippers' sideline? Well, I mean, the rumor was that he was just going to go right, across town the thing. to be the Lakers' next coach, which, I, again, that franchise is in such disarray at this point. It's it's amazing. I, I, not to get off away from this right. real quick, but I saw uh, the – exit interview or whatever you want to call it with with Russell Westbrook when he was talking about he wasn't given a chance. He wasn't – dude, you played more minutes than anybody else <laughs> on the team. How did you not get a chance when you played more minutes than anyone else on the team? Mm. So it was just baffling to watch him talk about, well, I mean, I just wasn't given a chance to show what I could do. and I, You weren't? What what went on there that you weren't given a chance to to show what you could do? So that was kind of interesting. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, for me, the Clippers, 
I, I'm with you. I think they beat the Pelicans. I think with Paul George being back, he had 34 the other night. He had six looked threes. I mean, good. he looked really he good. Did. And they probably feel like they shouldn't be in this game. They probably feel like they should have already won that matchup against Minnesota to move on. Mm. So I hope that that's one of those things that they're not, I'm not going to say depressed about it, but they're not looking at that as a missed opportunity and not concentrating on this game. And I think Ty Lue does a pretty good job. He's a decent coach. I think he'll have them ready to go. And they're professionals, but at some level you have to look at it and they're going, we could have been playing Memphis. Instead, we're going to be playing Phoenix Mm. if we win this. Are they going to be thinking about heading to Cancun with Charlotte rather than having to go play against Phoenix. Phoenix. You know, it's a good point, too. And we talked about Hawks, how the Heat fans would much rather see Cleveland than see Atlanta. The Suns are going to beat either one of these teams. They're going to sweep them, maybe win in five games. You'd obviously rather see the Pelicans. The Clippers lost to the Suns in the Western Conference Final last year. You know they want another shot at Phoenix it's a shame they don't have Kawhi or else that series really would be interesting. Well, if they had Kawhi, they wouldn't be in this game. Well, I they wouldn't be in this game if he yeah. played. But, like, if he came back right, from right, the injury got, yeah, yeah, yeah. and played against Phoenix, that would be well, something. Well, that's the interesting thing. Again, and, and I said earlier that, that Zion practiced. He was at their practice. He was dressed out. I don't know that he went through a practice. They showed him dunking, like some crazy between-the-legs dunk or whatever. Zion dunk. If he's closer to coming back, now I don't think he'll play in this game necessarily, but if he gets back, they won't beat Phoenix, but it will be more interesting, I think, to have him out there playing. I mean, I don't think he makes that much of a difference. No. Phoenix is way too good. Yeah. But maybe he's there enough that they steal a game. Well, what Zion adds is you don't have film on him from this season. Right. So right. you don't know what he's going to do, how they're going to scheme him. You don't know how they're going to play around him. You don't know what the chemistry looks and, like. And he hasn't played, so you don't even know how many how, minutes he can yeah, go. That's, that's, the, that's the other thing is you don't know how he'd fit in. But, yeah, I, I'm with you. It, it would be interesting because, let's face it, Zion has not come into the league and wrecked shop like a lot of people thought he was going to when he was at Duke and, you know, basically running out of his shoes and all right. that other stuff. He's kind of been, dare I say, a little bit of a disappointment so oh, far. big time. People thought he would be what John Morant is. Right. And right. he just he hasn't been that. And I'm afraid until Zion gets what he wants, whether it's New York or whatever destination he goes, because it just seems like he clearly doesn't want to be in New Orleans. I just don't know if we'll ever see him truly how great he can be until he wants to get to the team that he wants to play for. Well, and he has to be healthy as well. That's, That's the other thing. He's got to get healthy. And it's weird that he wouldn't want to be in New Orleans because New Orleans is a great town. Great town. It's man. a great Best food. Can I get an amen from Purdue? <laughs> Best <laughs> food of any city in the country. No doubt. No doubt about it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 